be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. During the supper, with his disciples, Jesus was troubled in spirit and declared, Very truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he was speaking. One of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter therefore motioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So, while reclining next to Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. So when he had dipped the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. After he received the piece of bread, Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, Do quickly what you are going to do. Now no one at the table knew why he had said this to him. Some thought that because Judas had the common purse, Jesus was telling him, Buy what we need for the festival, or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the piece of bread, he immediately went out, and it was night. When Judas had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little while. You will look for me. And as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Very truly, I tell you, before the cock crows, you will have denied me three times. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's Gospel, we see the difference the Holy Spirit makes in a person's life. So this incident occurs before the Pentecost, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and Peter is very sure that he will not deny Jesus, and that he will actually die for him. And he fails miserably, as we know, denying Jesus three times. After Pentecost, when he has received the Holy Spirit, well, that's a different story because he actually does lay down his life. And before that, he preaches boldly and many are converted, thousands. So the Holy Spirit is the difference between Peter prior and Peter after that outpouring. This gets us then to the first reading of Isaiah chapter 49, where the prophet says, the Lord called me before I was born. While I was in my mother's womb, he named me. That is a prefiguring of baptism. That's when the Lord calls us, we're given that name of Christian. It goes on to say, he made my mouth like a sharp sword. So the prophet knows his charism. That is, he is an eloquent speaker. He has the gift of knowledge. 
And he uses that. Isaiah was a powerful prophet. We who have received Pentecost in baptism, which is going to be renewed this morning in this great sacrament of the Eucharist, also are called to recognize how God has gifted us, what our charisms are, how God wants to use us, and not be afraid to step out and use those gifts, whether it's hospitality, which we desperately need, or teaching, leadership, administration, all kinds of gifts. There's dozens of them listed in the New Testament. The first reading goes on to say, and this is God now speaking, it is too light a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the survivors of Israel. I will give you as a light to the nations that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. Now, ultimately, that's a prophecy of Christ, who is the light of the world. But we are Christians, and so in Christ, through Christ, particularly now we're going to receive the Eucharist, we are also called to be the light of the nations. Ultimately, we should not depend on ourselves, but allow the Holy Spirit to work in us, which is what the psalmist is really trying to get us to recognize. He says, O Lord, I take refuge in you. In your righteousness, deliver me. Incline your ear to me and save me. So he's calling upon the Lord. And we can always call upon a deeper infilling of the Holy Spirit every time we pray. Be a rock of refuge, a strong fortress to me. For you, O Lord, are my hope and my trust. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts and your deeds of salvation all day long. O God, from my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. Again, the gift of eloquent teaching, which we're called to do just by our lives. But however God's calling us, we have the Holy Spirit. We're going to be receiving Christ in the Eucharist. Let us rejoice and be glad.